0: You're listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast, where we believe the leaders of the future are the students of today. Welcome to episode 32, where we are looking at expanding your capabilities. And today's topic, we have a chat about strengths and weaknesses. We hope you enjoy. Greetings, greetings, everybody. Welcome. welcome, Very much welcome to all of you. This is another sterling episode of the Leaders of the Future podcast. As you can tell, uh, I'm really excited. Why am I excited? You might ask. It's because I get to do this with my partner in crime, the effervescent Julian oh, Clark wow. from The 19 <laughs> Project. Good day to you, sir. Oh, fantastic.
1: You've you've got a word for the day kind of book or something, haven't you? Is it on your toilet paper? No. For the
0: day? I don't even have a software for that one like you... Uh, <laughs> I'd like to continually remind people about my Bible, bubbly, words. bubbly and excitable, isn't that
1: what effervescent means? Something like that. Well, that's does the shoe fit, Julian? Is that I'm not? I'm not sure.
0: People who know me <laughs> might go hmm. on the
1: inside.
0: On the inside, yeah. For <laughs> no, a Pentecostal, you would make a fantastic Baptist, Julian. Good to be here. Well, I grew
1: up as a Methodist, so <laughs> okay. there you go. You see, it's a dichotomy there right away: a Methodist and now
0: Pentecostal. Wow. Will you just add? You just add to the the landscape in just such a beautiful, unique way. So square peg, round hole, isn't no, that how that is? No. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so here we are talking about uh, expanding our capabilities. Last time yeah. we joyously, joyfully talked about uh, communication. And today, uh, we've got uh, an interesting topic. I'm looking forward to diving into this one with with you. And that is the whole area of strengths versus weakness and looking at this topic because, um, you know, looking at capabilities, because we're talking about the things you do as a leader. And it doesn't take you long to discover in leadership, no matter how ambitious you are or how great a vision or how enthusiastic everything everything that you <laughs> you can be when you're new in leadership. You have strengths and you have weaknesses. There are things that you are good at and things that you are not good at. And occasionally that's obvious and occasionally it's not so obvious. Isn't that right, Julian? It is, but you've already,
1: you've made it a battleground because you said strengths versus weaknesses. And Ooh. I think that is sometimes the wrong way to view it. I'd rather say we have strengths and weaknesses, because okay. otherwise it's like, which ones are going to win? Okay, means strengths. Are you know? Are they better than weaknesses? This has got oh, very philosophical. Yeah, come on, <laughs> you you've you untapped something in me a couple of couple of episodes ago when I got all controversial. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you know, let's do it every week. I've got to throw something out there. This
0: key on, but maybe the man's on you, fire.
1: Maybe viewing it as strengths versus weaknesses is doesn't help because it makes it a bit of a battleground. Well,
0: there's a reason why I, I worded that, but we can we can. There's two streets <laughs> we can go down here, so we can let's let's start let's start with unpacking strengths and weaknesses, and um, maybe by the time uh, we, we get to the end of the episode, I can I can clarify why I would word strengths versus weaknesses because okay. uh, there's something to do with focus. Um, or there's something to do with our, our emphasis and how we handle these things, or how they manifest in our leadership. But let's, uh, yeah, let's talk about strengths and weaknesses, Julian. Go on then. Okay. <laughs> well, of of course, oh, of course, <laughs> of course. Well, I remember. Oh, I'll start with a story. Everybody, I'll start with uh-huh, a story. Yeah. So grab your cup of coffee and your biscuit or whatever it is, or your flu boller, if you live in Denmark, um, or I don't know in, if you're listening from Germany, um, uh, schnitzel, I don't know, uh, <laughs> French croissant. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to keep going. So, uh, um, when, uh, when I was on staff at church and I was, I had been, I had been a youth leader for quite some years at that point, And I, I'd, I'd also had been on staff as a youth pastor, and when when my my leaders came to me and said hey we would like you to take the next step we want you to become the I guess what you call the the head youth pastor or the the head of department or you know overseeing all of the campuses and all of the youth work stuff we think it's you and we'd like to offer you this I was I was in shock at first a little bit of panic and <laughs> uh, because I didn't I didn't see it coming and my first answer was I mean I'm flattered but I don't think it's me. I don't think you got the right person and they were obviously puzzled and they're like, well, what, why on earth would you disqualify yourself? And I, I said, well, because I'm just, I just don't think I'm strong in organization, administration and planning and that side of ministry. And my senior pastor at the time just smiled at me and said, Joel, you may not be good at administration and organizing now, but we're going to make you good at it. And so, um, I guess that really was the first time possibly in my established leadership life where I had to begin uh, this prioritization of dealing with strengths and weaknesses, because um, at that point, I, I knew the things that I was strong at. And uh, I knew, well, I knew some of the things I was strong at and some, and some of the things I weren't, because... As you go on in leadership, it becomes clearer and clearer. And we've talked about the jihari window before, about the things that we are aware of and we're not aware of. And we can also get a bit more uh, into that in in a moment. But um, it really it really inspired a journey in me, going okay. Well, what do I do? Where do I put the emphasis? Do I put the emphasis on only going with my strengths, or do I go into a process where I start to uh, do something about my weaknesses? Is it both at the same time? What is it? And so uh, this is really the crux of the conversation today. Uh, and Julian, I'm sure you've got some some thoughts or some things to add around that from your, your life.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I, was just, I was enjoying the storytelling. That's what it was. I was, you know, tucked up kind of thinking <laughs> this is <laughs> like a bedtime story.
0: With your with your no. tea and your Victoria
1: sponge, <laughs> but yeah, that that's the big question that people ask: Do I build on my strengths or do I focus on my you know focus on my weaknesses? Um, and the answer is yes, yes. <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> the, so typical. Is <laughs> <laughs> that help? Is that helpful, people? <laughs> is it this or that? Yes, <laughs> yes. It is the question of you by you. put it like: What do I focus on? For me, it's about self-awareness. So I'm going to show off a little bit. Socrates, um, not not a great Bible scholar, obviously, but Socrates said, to know thyself is the beginning of wisdom. So it is recognizing your strengths. What am I good at? But it is also recognizing your strengths, uh, sorry, your weaknesses. (laughs) Um, Or put another way, what am I not as good at? if we don't want to call them weaknesses mm. what about growing my less goals? my less strengths they're my less strengths Oh, that's so <laughs> <laughs> wow is that that's a bit like you know kids in school now they don't yeah. have a, it's a participation award yeah, isn't it yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. A, a winner and a loser in in, in um,
0: denmark we would say that's very pedagogic yeah very well, i may maybe in english you'd say that's very social workery of you you know
1: yeah, it's, it's a your... politically correct way of viewing it, yes. isn't it? Yeah, We don't have strengths and weaknesses. We have a more, st- um, more strong or less strong mm. uh, in particular areas. But it's about awareness. It's about knowing yourself well. Mm. What are you good at? What are you not quite as good at? And I don't think you can just ignore your weaknesses. You do that at your peril. If we use your mm. example of yourself there being asked to take on a role and you go and, well I'm not very good at organization it doesn't matter how brilliant you are at other aspects of leadership that would help that youth program succeed mm. if you don't t- pay some attention to that area of weakness either by learning something yourself or staffing it or finding some volunteers to help with it the youth program will but may not succeed, it may f- mm. it may collapse for lack mm. of good organization so you know, it doesn't matter how amazing your preachers might be, and the Holy Holy Spirit presence of God. If, if you're not organised enough to turn up,
0: <laughs> it's not going to yeah. work. Yeah, so you've got to have an awareness of both. Yeah, exactly. And um, I I guess on a on a philosophical level, but also in a real life level, strengths and weaknesses they both work together in in shaping your your um, your leadership. For for a very good reason, but also when when we talk about strengths versus weaknesses, it's very much like, okay, well, what what is it? Wh- what approach do I need to take to this? Where do I spend my time and my energy, or how do I build my team, etc.? Um, because you hear in the business world they say, you know, um, staff for your weaknesses. That's that's nice when you're a part of a big business and you've got budgets and, you know, but what what does that mean when you're working with volunteers and in a church or in a small church with an almost non-existent youth ministry? There's not many of you. It's hard to go, okay, well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll start for my weaknesses. Cool. It might be just you and your best yeah. friend. Who knows? Um, But if I could bring this to a biblical level, Julian. Come on. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's. Let's let's put the Bible into this. Yep. Um, there's a scripture from Ecclesiastes 4 uh, that if you've probably been to a wedding <laughs> in in uh, you know in church world or in Christianity, you've heard this before as a scripture that we'd use to describe marriage. But uh, I think it's actually very useful to look at in a leadership context as well. So it's Ecclesiastes 4 verses 9 to 12. It says, two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But if someone uh, who falls alone is in real trouble, likewise, two people laying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. And... uh, what I when i when I think about this in the context of leadership, um leadership is definitely not a solo exercise. Mm. um this is why we have team and I believe God we talk a lot about gifts and God called us into leadership. He's given us given us gifts, and the gifts are often and they should be the things that we use to break through and to lead well and to know where we're called to be, but our weaknesses actually are equally gifts as well, which is kind of putting words on the thing. uh, Another way of explaining what you were saying before, because our weaknesses are the invitation to do leadership, do life with other people. God deliberately allows us to have weaknesses because we are dependent on him and we are dependent on each other. And that's where true strength comes from in leadership. It's leading with for and through people
1: it's also about leaning on god isn't it yeah if, if i you know you're probably right and the people who are listening to this don't have big teams they don't have staff you know we we're talking about leaders of the future so this is young leaders listening to a podcast going yeah it's easy for some people they can pay people to do stuff but sometimes when you're asked to do things and you're not quite sure how are you going to do it yeah you've got to find someone but sometimes you've got to get on your knees and go please lord will you just help me to get through this (laughs) because i really don't know who i'm what i'm doing and i don't actually know who can help me Mm. so can you help me find the people can you bring them to me you know Mm. um i remember when i first was asked to lead the youth group my prayer life went up yeah quite considerably because i was like flip the neck if I can use that phrase um (laughs) what do I do now (laughs) Um, I thought i better apologize there but you know you're kind of like as a young person you're like oh my word I'm I'm in charge of this but I don't know what I'm doing I Mm. I don't have I don't even know if I have this strength let, let alone what my weaknesses are yeah um but I'm about to find out yeah um and I think that's that's the journey we are well, obviously, I'm a lot older than you. You like to remind people of that. No. Uh, from time to time. No, really. But for me, <laughs> you know, 30 years in leadership now, over 30 years. Um, but I think I've now worked out what it is I'm supposed to be doing and what my strengths are. Yeah. And I definitely know where I'm not as strong, where, where my weaknesses are. And I am I have the privilege of being able to kind of work primarily in what I could call my grace zone mm. but when I was 19 20 years old I had to just have a go at stuff and it was through having a go at stuff that I realized yeah I'm not as good at that as I thought I was yeah I need to get some people to help me and and build the team around me so it's a journey isn't it it's it is that leadership journey that we're on of discovering yeah. what we can do well and what we're not quite so good definitely. at, definitely and learning who can help us along the way
0: yeah Yeah, because conversely, uh, that's why I um, encourage young leaders or people starting out in ministry to have a go at stuff because you may actually discover you are good at some things uh, and that's equally as valuable. You know, from time to time, I have conversations with leaders where they say, ah, I don't know if I want to do that because I'm not comfortable with it or... I, uh, you know, I, I don't enjoy it, or I don't think I'm good at it, and I think to myself, but how do you know until you really give it a good go, give it a good shot, give it a good try? Because what you thought was a weakness might be a strength.
1: Yeah, but, I was.
0: Um, so you go.
1: No, I was going to say I, I was on a coaching call the other day with someone, and they're very pessimistic. So they were like looking at life to say it won't work, mm. and so my counter to that was but what if it does yeah <laughs> you know what i mean mm. um why do you view something and, and make a decision not to do it because you think it won't work mm. why don't you make a decision and look at it and go but what if it does yeah just that change in kind of positivity was mm. within that kind of sense of of that particular coaching call but i think it fits in this as well. We immediately look at what we can't do or think we can't do. But actually, in reality, like you've just said, we've never really done it before. So we don't actually know. And it might work.
0: Mm. Well, if, like let's, let's uh, be, t- um, what's the word? In tune with the times around us. I saw a, a leader who's a friend of mine make a, an Instagram post, which said, start, start your creativity by working with your constraints or something like that i can find the real uh the real quote in a second but um I, I you know what i will find it i will find it stay right there stay right there julian tell a joke we'll just play some music
1: and some lift music in the background well joel
0: okay i've got it i've got it here we go Uses google to help us out no, no, I've, I had to pull up Instagram. Oh, when it comes to creativity, <laughs> start with your constraints. And I thought, yeah, that's really a good way. That's a good... And if corona has taught us anything, uh, we've, um, we've we've experienced constraints, things that are restricting us. And uh, I often... I'm, I know I'm not the only leader who thinks this. I'm like, man, I, I, how do we... How do I find these creative solutions and these keys to drive what we're doing forward or to get better at what we do? And sometimes we just try and be creative for the sake of being creative. But um, excuse me, I've got a cough. Sorry. Uh but the best place. Sorry, I even muted to a cough. Uh, no. I'm gonna I'm not even gonna I'm, edit that out. That is just real world, real life podcast. I've got a cough. But we never
1: heard we never heard it. So. No.
0: No, it'll be the mist, it'll be forever known as the mystery cough. Um anyway, back to creativity. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes people I think just try and be creative for the sake of being creative. That's fine. It's not a bad idea, especially if you're naturally creative. But as a leader, creativity is especially helpful when it comes to your constraints. So actually, in a way, knowing what your weaknesses are will cause you to be creative, and to find solutions. Um, So I I would say, don't ignore your weaknesses and don't focus on them either. But understand them. And then that will, I think that will drive you to find a creative solution to, to build your team or to find good ways to move what you're leading forward. No,
1: that's really good. I like that. That's quite profound. We got there in the end, that little bit of gold within the episode from Mr Joel Bagnall right there.
0: Joel Golden Joel, let's call me That's
1: that what I'm going to call you from now on. <laughs> the I, mystery um, coffer,
0: the myf- mystery the, sneezer.
1: The mystery, yeah. Uh, I uh, I've this is the year of the book, isn't it? So let's let's yes. throw in a book and it's um I actually just like the title of this book, but I did enjoy the content of it. Uh, it's by a guy called Marshall Goldsmith, who's an executive coach. Um, so that's what he does. But his the title of the book is, What Got You Here Won't Get You There. And wow. so I just love that idea because it's it's your strengths that have got you to, to well, it's that mix of strengths and weaknesses that have yeah. got you to where you are now and opened up the opportunity. But if you want to progress further, then there might be some new things to learn. There might be some different ways of doing things so it links in what with what you've just said there there are new constraints aren't there there's new expectations on you so actually what you've got to do now is you've got to go and improve your strengths and you've got to work on those weaknesses yeah and you've got to resolve the the kind of challenge that's in there between the two of them and uh, one of the things that he says in that book actually is really feedback is so important so I think a good challenge, and I've probably said this on other occasions when we've talked about other topics within this leader acronym, you know, what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, go ask other people for feedback. Mm. And what we do is we like to ask people what we're good at, because that makes us feel good. We get that sense of affirmation and appreciation. And to be told you're amazing at something is a beautiful feeling. Yeah, but,
0: I love being told that, Julian. Yeah.
1: I mean, I can't think of anything that you're really good at, Joel. So I can't do that off the top What are your weaknesses, Joel? I'll, let's go. Okay, you want to know? I've got a list. No, <laughs> ask ask people. You know what? What would you say are my two or three weakest areas? Give them a. If you just say, "Tell me what they are," they will have a list as long as they're armed. So ask. You know, tell me what my two weaknesses are. What would you say are my weakest things as a leader? And then like, sit like back. Now? No, not now. Oh, but okay. Like, sorry. But they sorry. can do it if they want to. They need to go find some people who are listening. We don't need to do it, John. I just
0: didn't know whether that was my moment. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Continue. Oh, yeah. You're going to tell me two things. Con- continue. Continue.
1: But no, listen to them and don't argue back. Don't defend yourself. Just take the hit. Um, and maybe ask three or four people, and you'll will you'll soon discover other people's view of you, how you're coming across to other people. And identify the strengths and maybe then you think right what what's one thing that I could do that would just improve that a little bit and, and commit to that
0: yeah yeah uh, that that really uh, you, you um, brought up that book just before we started recording and it kind of floored me a little bit because it's like <laughs> wow I, I feel like that's a, a rhema word for for me right now but I'd love that you know what got you here what gets you there and really that is the essence of um visionary leadership or uh, progressive leadership of people who want to move forward please be that open-minded leader who who is um prepared to work on where they are and move forward where they are now but always being open-minded to not to not rest on their laurels or not get complacent where they are but always be open to okay i need to learn i need to be. Uh, discovering, yes, what I'm good at all the time, but I also need to be working on what I'm not good at thanks so much for listening today we hope that it brings you some fresh inspiration on your leadership journey and if you're loving this content and you don't want to miss any upcoming episode why don't you hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on but also make sure you stay up to date with the latest in what's happening with the 19th project and lift leaders you can do this via our social media platforms or head to liftleaders.com or the 19 project.com we'll see you next time